This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome one and all to episode 282 of The Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. Coming into this game, the Blues are the hottest team in the league. If I would have told you they were going to be the hottest team in the league back in December, January, some of you might have been very positive and said, oh yeah, I can see the Blues in February being the hottest team or one of the hottest teams in the league. Most of us, though, would probably say, no, we couldn't see that coming. We knew this team had talent, but we just didn't know if they were going to be able to get over some of their very inconsistent play and get over playing games where they made a lot of mistakes. The Blues, in fact, after this one against the Devils, are 8-2-0. The other hot team in the league are the Philadelphia Flyers. So two teams a couple months ago that nobody thought even had a chance at the playoffs are right now the two hottest teams in the league. The Devils, on the other hand, they haven't been doing real great in their last five. They're 2-2-1, two, two, and one, and they would face a team in the Blues that had won six in a row, playing their best hockey of the year, as I said earlier. Keith Kincaid would be in goal for the Devils, and the youngster Jordan Bennington would get the nod again. He's just been playing so great. He's made a few mistakes now and again, but young goaltenders are going to do that. But I think he's the type of guy that's going to learn from those mistakes. Getting into this game, the thing the Blues have done really consistently recently is to get on the scoreboard first, and that's exactly what they did. Just five minutes and eight seconds in on a goal by Alex Petrangelo. He has been red hot. Into the zone, Tarasenko. Trishant trying to work free. Petrangelo is wide open, and he comes in. The drive, he scores! Petrangelo and the Blues lead one nothing. Well, the captain's hot as well. Scores one in Nashville to open up the scoring on the rush. Takes a nice play by Shen after the Blues enter the zone. It glanced off the stick of Bratt and goes between the legs. He's going to his left, and it goes right through the legs on the ice and in the net with Ryan O'Reilly right on the doorstep. A great effort by Tarasenko to bring it into the zone. Gets it to Shen. Shen finds Petrangelo wide open. And I mean wide open. I don't think there's anybody around him within 20 feet. He did what he should have and not pass it, and he took the shot and got a big goal for the Blues to put them up one to nothing. That goal would be Petrangelo's seventh of the year. Shim with that great pass gets his 24th assist, and Tarasenko gets his 20th assist. Five minutes, eight seconds in, the Blues are up one to nothing. The early goal scoring would not stop. Just a minute and 33 seconds later, the barber of Seville, Ivan Barbashev, Gets his seventh goal of the year to make it two to nothing Blues. As Kincaid plays it, hands it right to Robert Thomas in front. They score! And a fist pump and a two nothing lead. Turnover by the Devils. 
And John Hines can't be happy with the start of this hockey game. The goaltender coughs it up. Robert Thomas thinks he's actually scored on the short side. It hits the side of the net, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it went underneath the D side of the net. Two efforts, two whacks at it. And Barbashev from our overhead gets the second one on it after Kincaid does make the first save. The Blues shoot the puck in. Kincaid goes behind the net to get it. Basically shot it right to Robert Thomas. Thomas takes a shot with basically an empty net, hits it off the side of the netting. It goes to Barbashev. Barbashev eventually gets it in, and the Blues are up two to nothing. That goal by Barbashev would be his seventh of the year. Thomas gets his 13th assist. The Blues are looking really, really good at this point. Just a few minutes later, the puck was in the Blues' end. The Blues were unable to clear it out, and New Jersey gets on the board a little over 10 minutes into the first, and we've got a one-goal game now at 2-1. to one. Get this away for St. Louis. Maroon, first attempt to get it out, unsuccessful. Agostino to the circle, shot by Zaka. He scored! Pavel Zaka! And the Devils slice the lead to 2-1. to one. Did the Devils ever need that in the worst way as this game might have got out of hand and away from them, but they've really come on the last couple of shifts. Jesper Bratt just rings one off the bar. Devils create another turnover, and Agostino's going to be involved in this goal right now. 50 little pass to Pavel Zaka, and he goes upstairs, rips it over the glove of Bennington. In and out, boy, did he wire that. You see Agostino created the turnover and then makes the nice heads-up pass to Pavel Zaka. Maroon was unable to get the puck out. Agostino gets it, passes it to Zaka, and New Jersey gets their first goal of the game. I don't know if you guys remember, but Agostino actually had a cup of coffee with the Blues. I believe it was the 2016-2017 season. I think he played around seven games, had a goal, a few assists. Uh, he's just one of those guys that's probably going to be up and down throughout the NHL. He was disclaimed off of waivers from the Montreal Canadiens by the New Jersey Devils. He was originally drafted in the 2010 draft by the Pittsburgh Penguins, so he's played for several teams. It's nice to see those type of guys get a chance to play in the NHL. That goal by Zaka was his 11th of the year. Agostino gets his 10th assist, 10 minutes, 30 seconds in. Now, a guy for the Blues that's had more than a monkey on his back this year, I would say he's got five or six monkeys on his back, at least until last night's game, Jaden Schwartz. Always puts in the effort night in and night out. People are wanting him traded, saying he's a bust. But you know what, guys? He does a lot more night in and night out than score goals. It is so nice to see him get those several monkeys off of his back. A great goal by Jaden Schwartz. His first since December, 15 minutes, 47 seconds in. And the Blues have that two-goal lead again. But the Blues are coming at him in waves. And they win the faceoff now for Schwartz. His drive. He scores! Schwartz! The kid's got a grin on his face like you read about. And I tell you, if somebody tipped that in front, they're not going to tell anybody. You know what? Keep that stick you've got right there, Swizzle Schwartz. It's a good one. Looked like it went off of Pavel Zaka, who just scored the last goal for the Devils as he jumps up in the air. Two deflected goals against Kincaid. I think to say the Blues are coming at them in waves is a little bit of an understatement. I think it was more like tsunamis. The Blues just pressured Kincaid constantly in the first period. The key to this goal is the face-off win by Bozak. You know, a lot of people complain about Bozak, but one of the reasons the Blues got him was because of how good he was 
in the face-off circle. Him and O'Reilly have added so much to this team. Bozak wins a face-off. It goes to Bortuzzo. Bortuzzo gets it to Schwartz. Schwartz takes what, in my mind, looks like an innocent shot. It goes off of Zaka, and Schwartz puts the Blues up 3-1. to one. That goal by Schwartz would be his first since December, his fourth of the year. Bortuzzo gets his seventh assist, and Bozak gets his 13th assist. The Blues dominated the Devils in the first period. 20 shots on goal to six shots on goal. The Devils looked really slow. The Blues looked really fast. And Jordan Bennington didn't face very many tough shots. I hated to see him let that goal go in. I noticed last night the Devils were really going for his glove side. As he gets more games into this league, he's going to have a sample size that people can look at and figure out how to beat him. Hopefully he can make the adjustments and continue to play like he's been playing, which is lights out. Going into the second period, the Blues did not stop their domination. They would get three goals, and the first of those three would be by Ryan O'Reilly, his 21st of the year, to put the Blues up 4-1. to one. Tops in the league for the Devils. As Johansson turns it over, here's O'Reilly. He's got a break in on goal. Just, he scores! When you work hard for one another, good things happen. A brilliant shot by Ryan O'Reilly as he factors in on another goal. Play by Tarasenko actually got tripped up in the neutral zone, and as he was falling down, he knocks the puck down. <laughs> so how do you like that for luck right there? And then the great shot, glancing maybe ever so slightly off the knob of the stick under the bar and in the net. Tarasenko started the hard work on that one. Johansson was trying to bring the puck out of the zone. Tarasenko, as he's fallen down, and he could have called a penalty on it. O'Reilly skates in between two defenders, puts it past Kincaid, and the Blues are up 4-1. to one. That was O'Reilly's 21st goal. Shin gets his 25th assist. Tarasenko gets his 21st assist. 30 seconds in, the Blues have back a three-goal lead. Now, a guy that I think has worked very, very hard on the fourth line is double mac and cheese. That would be Mackenzie McEachern. That's my nickname I have for him, Double Mac and Cheese. At 6'11", gets his third goal in limited play with the Blues. He's been a huge surprise for a lot of people, but I think he's going to be a good fourth-line guy and maybe someday a third-line guy. The Blues now have a huge four-goal lead. On for Petrangelo ahead, and McEachern a breakaway in the clear, shoots, he scores! McEachern! That's quite an outlet pass. Right on the tape with speed, crossing the blue line of the New Jersey Devils. And Mackenzie McEachern with his third National Hockey League goal. And the Michigan State University product made this one look like he's done it 100 times in this league. Backhand, forehand, under the bar, and in the net. Just a great pass by Petrangelo right on McEachern's stick. He puts it right over Kincaid's glove, and the Blues now are up 5-1. to one. That goal by McKecker, double mac and cheese, third of the year. Petrangelo with that great pass gets his 16th assist. Barbashev gets his 10th assist. Man, the Blues are dominating. But they were not done for the period. Tyler Bozak, who won that big face-off earlier on the goal by Schwartz, gets his own goal, his ninth of the year. And now Maroon point up to Bozak. Devils back at full strength. Now Pareko for Bozak. And a shot, he scores! And it's six to one. 
late in the second period. There's been a lot of deflections here. A lot of deflections, starting with the very first goal of the game by Petrangelo went off the stick. The play by Bozak, he supports Maroon who went down. And now the shot by Bozak towards the front of the net. Might have hit Lovejoy. Yes, it is. And it goes right off of Lovejoy before it gets to Pat Maroon. So Tyler Bozak's going to go back-to-back -back games with goals. The Blues had just come off of a power play. They were still in the offensive zone. Pareko gets the puck over to Bozak. What I thought was an innocent-looking shot. A lot of people thought that Maroon deflected it, but he did not. And Bozak gets credit for the goal. As I stated, that goal was Bozak's ninth of the year. Preko gets his eighth assist. Maroon gets his 11th assist, 15-20 into the second. And the Blues go out of the second period up 6-1. to one. Not as many shots on goal in the second period, but the Blues still dominated. They had 11 shots on goal to the Devils 5. The Blues would continue their scoring success early in the third period, just 45 seconds in. Out high, trying to walk around Severson. Great pass to O'Reilly through the legs of Heischer to Tarasenko to Petrangelo. Chips. He scores! What a play! That is something to watch. That's a clinic. Four on four, constant movement. Fans here are on their feet, incredulous with what's going on. And what a finish by Petrangelo. Beautiful. His second tonight, eighth of the year. And Darren, that's as pretty as it comes right there. Tarasenko's falling down but he keeps the puck in the zone, gets it over to O'Reilly. O'Reilly gets it to Petrangelo. Petrangelo puts the backhanded shot over Kincaid, and the Blues are up 7-1. to one. That goal was Petrangelo's second of the night and eighth of the year. Tarasenko with that great effort to keep the puck in and to get that pass to O'Reilly gets his 22nd assist. O'Reilly gets his 36th assist, just 45 seconds in. Later on in the period, the Blues would give the Devils a power play opportunity. They would take advantage of it, and Kyle Palmieri gets his 24th goal of the year. To the circle, Johansson, back for Butcher. Now Palmieri works it down low, return pass from Heischer. Palmieri shooting, he scores! Kyle Palmieri, and he needed that one. No goals in his previous six games, but a power play goal here. Well, you're absolutely right. We talk about things moving forward, going in for next game, and Kyle Palmieri hadn't scored in a while. And Certainly has got to make him feel a little better. A little give and go between him and Nico Heischer. Paul Mary does a terrific job of getting in the middle of the ice. I know it's a two-man advantage. Head up all the way. He gets it through and rips a wrist shot. It's hard to stop teams when they are on a five-on-three power play. I know it does happen, but I don't think a lot of people realize how hard that is to do. There's so much open ice, and the Devils took advantage of it on this time. Heischer gets the puck to Paul Mary. He puts it over the glove side of Bennington. Bennington has now been beaten twice in this game on the glove side. So I definitely think the Devils noted something in their pregame scouting for this game. That goal by Paul Mary, as you heard, was his first in six games, his 24th of the year. He sure gets his 24th assist. Butcher gets his 18th assist power play goal. It is now 7-2. But just a minute and 24 seconds later, Ivan Barbashev would give back that six-goal lead on a short-handed goal. Walks it back in, short-handed, to the net, in front. And Steen is robbed by Kincaid. And then Barbershev trying to bake it into guards. And a short-handed goal. An incredible save by Kincaid, diving to his right with the paddle of his stick. And Alexander Steen gets absolutely robbed. You got to give him a lot of credit for that second effort. 
and Kane doesn't quit on it, but either does Ivan Barbashev. Barbashev with some diligent work. Joel Edmondson made a good play to deny the pass in the slot. Barbashev goes the other way. His backhand pass was outstanding to Steen. It looks like the play is dead. Barbashev stays with it, and he pokes it past Kincaid. The puck is loose. It's dribbling and into the net before Barbashev pokes it a second time. Barbashev brings the puck over the blue line, gets it to Steen. Steen is robbed big time by Kincaid. The best save of the night between either goalie, but Barbashev doesn't give up. He keeps after the puck, and because of his hard effort, he eventually gets it past Kincaid, and the Blues are now up 8-2. to two. That goal by Barbashev is second of the night and eighth of the year. Steen gets his 11th assist. Pareko gets his ninth assist. Shorthanded goal, 9 minutes, 25 seconds in. The Blues have a comfortable lead at 8-2, to two, but you know what I liked about the Devils? They didn't give up. They continued to work hard. Their efforts would pay off. 12 minutes, 44 seconds in, they would get another goal to make it 8-3. The game's over, but I did like their effort in the third period. Schwartz can't get it out. Mueller with the hold. Shoots, he scores! Mirko Mueller, if that's not deflected, that's his first goal as a New Jersey Devil. Oh, just a quick wrist shot. Blues turn it over in their zone. And we talked about how well Bennington has played for the Blues. He hasn't had a whole lot of work, and that can be difficult for goaltenders. But this is a good quick shot by Mirko Mueller. I think it was deflected. I think it hit Bertuzzo. The St. Louis Blues defenseman changed direction a little bit and fooled Bennington. Mirko Mueller takes a shot. It deflects off of Bertuzzo, and it's 8-3. to three. That goal by Mueller would be his first of the year and also his first as a devil. It was unassisted. 12 minutes, 44 seconds in, and that would be the final of the game. Let's go ahead and get to the stats of the game. The Blues outshot the Devils 39-23. to Face-offs in favor of the Blues, 53% to 48%. The Blues were 0-2 for 2 on the power play. The Devils were 1-2. for 2. And I'm telling you guys, that's one of the few things that concerns me, even though the Blues are playing well. They've got to improve that power play. The Blues were out hit 25-7 and also outblocked 20 to 9. Let's head to the post-game interviews. We're going to hear from Schwartz, who got the monkey off his back with his first goal since December, his fourth of the year. Ivan Barbashev, who had two goals, and Ike Petrangelo, who had a great game defensively and also added two goals. Then, of course, Coach Craig Berube on the Blues' seventh win in a row. Just happy. I didn't know if it went off Bozy or I know... Um... You know, I seen the guys' reaction on the ice. They're pretty excited for me, so um, it was nice to see it going. Did you figure it was going to be a bounce off of somebody, kind of a weird one that just maybe going to kind of spring you and get you going here? Yeah, I wasn't sure what was how was the next one was going to go in, but um, yeah, um, you know, you miss a lot of good chances. Yeah, get bounces one way or another, but uh, it's nice to see that one. Uh, you know, be a fortunate bounce for me. You almost had two. I mean, it, it, uh, were you surprised that they, they ruled a goalie interference? Or it looked uh, like you were getting hooked on the play. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't get a good look at the replay, but when they overturned it kind of right after that, I knew that it, you know, even if we challenged it, that it probably wasn't going to get overturned. So, um, no, not much you can do there. It was their call. You're probably in the moment, but easily the loudest applause of the night or cheers came when you scored that goal. Did you hear that at all? Could you sense it? Uh... I can't remember actually. I don't know if I was on the ice still, but uh, you know, if that was, you know, that's the case. That's obviously, um, you know, pretty exciting. And 
means a lot and uh, hopefully more of those to come. Uh, our last game in, uh, in Nashville wasn't really good. Uh, I think it was it was a really big game for us, but uh, it was a good bounce back for for my line, and uh, I think we did a really good job out there. Do you feel like it's just been building ever since you guys have come together? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like it's like it feels like a like we're a, a really good team right now, uh, and uh, I don't know. It just like our last ten games has been really good, and uh, we just got to keep going. Adding Thomas to that line, what does that do for it? Uh, it's good to be honest, mm -hmm. but uh, he's he's a really smart player, and uh, he can make. Uh, he can make plays and uh, he can score some goals, but uh, no, I think he's doing a really good job. You were joking about McKenzie this morning, but he comes through again with a goal today. But what, what, what does he bring to this team? Uh, he brings a lot. I mean, like he's uh, he like he's been working hard for for a long time, uh, but uh, I think he's he, he's playing really physical and uh, he's he's playing smart, you know. And it's uh, it's really simple for me and uh, and uh, Tommy, to be honest, it just I don't know, it just feels good. Has it helped you having him on your line? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I, I actually enjoy to play with everyone, and uh, mm -hmm. you, you guys know I played with a lot of guys this year. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, I, I don't know. He, he feels really uh, like not nervous out there, you know. And uh, it's 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 actually really good to, uh, a good thing for him. Two mm -hmm. goals for you tonight. Do you feel like you've kind of been knocking on the door with some chances? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean. Uh, our line had a lot of chances in uh, Nashville and uh, Tampa and Florida, and uh, today was was that day when we we scored some goals, and it, it feels good to be honest. It seems like you almost are literally knocking on the door. You get a lot of times when you're there in front of the crease and just whacking away at it until it uh, goes in. It's that's a fourth line, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. We're just mucking out there. <laughs> on the short big thing, well, we know that the big thing was getting up early too, right? You feel like you. Uh, Build early on and kind of get ahead of them, and uh, we just, you know, took off from there. So we uh, we had to start well. We had to try and uh, find some energy early, and, and we did that and it worked. Is this just? I mean, it's a continuation. But is, did you just get a sense tonight that almost everything you did is really clicking in, yeah. in all three zones? It's one of those nights where things are going in. I mean, mine goes off their guy, Bozy goes off their guy. You know, things we got the we got the bounces, but all those opportunities that we created, um, you know, it's nice to what it was eight goals, but all those goals come from. Opportunities either on the defensive end, making a play, or uh, winning a puck on the, on the forecheck, or neutral zone forecheck, or what it is. So, uh, those are the things that we've been trying to build all year, and that's how we're creating a lot of offense. No, I mean, it, after you come off the trip with Tampa, and then uh, you have back-to-back -back games with Nashville. You know, it's three obviously uh, really good teams in the standings, and. You know, we played hard against all those teams and competed, and there were really good games. All three of them were, you know, close games and heavy games. You know, there's always, like, you got the Jersey Devils coming in, and it's just, you know, you look at the standings and where they're at, and you could maybe say, well, you know, we don't have to really show up for this game. And you can't do that. They're a good team. And all teams are good in the league. And, you know, there's... I just didn't want to, you know, we wanted to compete right away in this game and come out in the first period and uh, dictate how we're going to play. And the guys did a great job, I thought. So, you know, we harped on that and made sure guys were ready, and uh, they did a good job, and they were ready. Was that about a good period that you had? Yeah, it's close. I mean, we really possessed the puck. Um, you know, we were strong on it, shot it, got it back, and did a good job that way. So... How good did you feel for Jaden Schwartz? <laughs> He's been, yeah, uh, Schwartz has been getting a lot of chances, like, you know, over quite a 
quite a stretch now, and they haven't gone in for him. And it went in tonight, so that's good. And you know, hopefully, can keep continue to do that. So many good performances. What you're getting out of that fourth line, how impressive are they right now? Yeah. Um, well, they're you know just young guys that are playing and you know enjoying the game and having fun and they're, uh, a lot of good skill there with you know Robbie Thomas and his skill level is you know with the puck and what he can do with it and his his smarts and Mackenzie McEachern's speed, Barbershev's overall play in the middle of the ice. It's, you know they they gel together pretty well. Like he might be a good fit with those guys there. There, there could be some good chemistry. Or what, what was that? When he came back after the injury, did you just feel like that was a good um, spot? We just, well, when he came back from the injury, I didn't want to, you know, get him jumped right in there too high up in the lineup or anything like that. I wanted to see how he was uh, looking with his shoulder. And, um, you know, but we, we, we started winning. We were winning and uh, kept, kept the lineup the same, and uh, they've been a good line. And for McEachern, for a guy coming who's never played the NHL before, he looks like he has just blended in pretty well you know, for being a... Yeah, he's been impressive. Uh, again, his speed, and he's playing hard, he's physical, you know, and, you know, he's getting to the net. And his speed, he creates a lot just with the speed because, you know, he gets away from people like tonight and I play. And he's done that a couple times and, you know, hadn't scored every time, but it was a nice goal tonight. Does he ever look like... It seems like he's just... Wasn't intimidated when he came in his first few games. Like, okay, I'm in the NHL. It's, it's. I'm gonna do the same thing as before. Yeah, it's his third year pro. I mean, you know, I coached him his first year pro, and uh, he came a long way that way that that year. I thought from college, and you know, he's just getting better and better. He's just a lot more confident now of a player. When you have a guy in a uh, pretty long slump like Schwartz as a coach. Do you talk to him? Do you tease him, or do you just leave him alone? All three. <laughs> Did you do one more than the other? No, no. I just he he continues like Schwartz. He plays well, it, even though he doesn't score. He does a lot of good things, and uh, you know, for me as a coach, it's it's just stay with doing things right and uh, keep competing hard, and they'll they'll eventually go in. And he was getting a lot of good opportunities over this stretch where he wasn't scoring. It wasn't like he wasn't getting chances. He was, and um, you know, and he's a he's a hard-working hockey player, and he never lost that work ethic over that time. So that's the important thing. Do you feel like that kind of helped him stay composed, though, and not just beat himself to death. Yeah, no, he. He was good. I thought his uh, attitude was really good over that stretch where he wasn't putting the puck in the net, and he continued to work hard, and you know, which is smart. Like he's, he's a good pro, you know, and he understands that this this happens at times, and he handled it very well. Greg, you mentioned uh, wanting to dictate play early on tonight. With this stretch, do you get the sense that maybe this group is figuring, hey, we can do this against anybody at any given time? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think they, they, they're a very confident group right now. Um, we've done a really good job, you know, over the last little while of, you know, coming out in the first period and maybe the Florida game, we didn't do that as well. But the other games, I thought that we dictated how we were going to play and, and the pace of the game and getting it in deep and working and shooting pucks and recovering them and just hard work, you know, competitiveness. Not just because of the two goals, but Frangelo, uh, since he came back from that injury, how does his play maybe grow or progress? How's he doing? Well, he's, he's played pretty well, I think. I mean, 
he's out there in a lot of obviously key situations and um, you know he's he's a very good defenseman that uh, has an all-around game you know and he's defending well and getting up into play and he does a lot of good things just to follow up on this morning did you get any kind of update on Brock? um he's he's doing okay like i'm not you know, I don't know the timetable when he's going to be back, but um, I'm hoping that maybe he joins us on this trip, but I'm not sure yet. That's, that's the best I can give you right now on him. You know, one thing I liked about this game, even when the Blues were up 4-1, to one, they didn't stop. They kept the pressure on Kincaid. They kept the pressure on the Devils' defense, and the Devils could really never get anything really going. Yeah, they scored three goals. But it was just not a good game for them. The Blues outplayed them in every aspect of the game. Jordan Bennington wasn't his best game, but when he needed to make a save, he did. The Blues get their seventh win in a row. And to me, that's just amazing. Earlier in the year, they couldn't get more than two wins in a row. Then they got the third win in a row. This is their longest winning streak of the year and the longest that I can remember in quite a while. A couple years ago when Mike Yo took over for Ken Hitchcock, the Blues started playing great there in February, and they pushed themselves into the playoffs. Jake Allen had a great series against the Wild, and the Blues beat them, moved on to the Predators. It was just the Predators' year, and they beat the Blues in that series. But in all honesty, I think the Blues look even better than they did that year going into the playoffs. This team is just doing everything right at the right time. I hope they can continue to play as a team continue to play for each other, get timely scoring, get great goaltending, get great defense. This team is a complete team now, and I really don't see it stopping. They are going to have to hold off a few other teams, but as long as they keep playing this way, they won't have to worry about the teams behind them. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Make sure you check out my last episode with Grant Fuhr. We talked about a lot of different things from the Blues, Maple Leafs, Flames, Jonathan Quick, Bobrovsky, Panarin, the Oilers, just a lot of topics. So I hope you guys, if you haven't listened to it, please do so at droppodcast.com. Make sure not to forget about my buddies over at bluesrants.com. They break down all the games, recap them. They're so talented in what they do. I know you guys will enjoy all their articles. Tim, Sarah Ray, Bobby, and the rest of the group there, they do a great job. Until next time, guys, stay healthy, stay happy, and of course, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.